Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Murdo. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take your shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. came from the spirit just moved through me you know i see <laughs> just it just pours out of me <laughs> i don't know if you saw that video of that kid who was like preaching about how he didn't want to do his online homework did you see that mm, no no i haven't truly no. truly truly hysterical and i really hope that i have a child that, that that's that funny he was basically like pretending to sound like a preacher and talking about how how the app like this the fucking web page wasn't opening. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. I'm gonna send it to you, but I was gonna say you know as long as you're comical and have some personality, there's no shadow of a doubt that your child will too. But you know what? I can't say that because I'm not really so sure, right? Right. Sometimes, I mean, like, you've got the most, you could be the most antisocial person, and your kid come out like crazy, just. That's kind of what happened with you. Like, I find you to be very funny, but I don't find your grandmother or anyone in your family to be funny. So, mm. I mean, maybe your poppy, but not you. But then not your grandmother. Right. What's interesting is, I guess it's the. It's probably like taking your experiences, because I find them funny, but it's really in a sense of like. This is just y'all niggas, you know, like so crazy. That's right, right, exactly. And then you end up taking those crazy experiences and making a joke of it, and it's like, and now you're the comedian, (laughs) right, right. (laughs) I was thinking about y'all New Yorkers the other day. I was watching this video about the history of chopped cheese. Mm. I don't think I've ever had a chopped cheese because I sure didn't know it was chopped up burger, bitch. I did not know that. Wow, what what did you think it was all this time? <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was maybe like, you know, roast beef. I don't know. Hmm. Fancy roast beef. <laughs> this, this is a chopped cheese derived in I think Harlem. Like we Yeah. You know, in the street. It was a it was a video with the with the bodega owner who allegedly invented the chopped cheese. Yeah. I will not hold you. That chopped cheese is good. I mean, really think Philly cheesesteak adjacent, but it yeah, ground right, beef but not right. right, right, right. It looks good though. It's I mean, not a premium meat, it- but it does have the cheese, the peppers, onions, all that stuff that comes in the Philly cheesesteak. It's bomb that you're not eating bread and you see a sandwich online, like any sandwich, you're just like, oh, bitch, that bread look good. Listen, you can get it on a roll or. (laughs) Yo, (laughs) crazy question. What? Y'all, is there a difference between a role and a hero? Are you getting more when you get the hero or is it technically the same thing? No. But the role is a little long. Are narrow. there any difference between see see now we don't I don't know if we're talking about the same because Hoagie and Hero seem like they would be the long ones. And then a role I thought was just the round Yes, one. absolutely. Now Hoagie is a little shorter than the hero though. Oh, the hero is the biggest. Right, but what I'm trying to say is, you know, the role that's round, and yeah. then the hero. Are you getting the same portion when mm. you choose those? You know, it's almost like pouring a glass, an eight ounce, like a glass of something, like depending on the glasses. Like one is an eight ounce slender glass, while one is a eight ounce short one. You that know, that one you're getting the same amount. But I think that the point you're making about the role is that. Is that the same portion? It's not because on that video that I watched, the roll 
is $375. The hero is $5. It is, yes. But it's like. So you are getting more. I, I feel like it's psychological, though. Like, I. I oh, that's the point you're making. Right. Like you don't really think it's different. I don't think you're getting more. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you're getting more bread. Like, I don't even you're know. You're getting more bread, definitely. <laughs> We know you're getting more bread without a shadow of a doubt. Are you getting more meat and and other items inside? I don't know. I feel like they chopping up the same two exactly. burgers, one burger and right. a half, or whatever the and spreading it is. out, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe giving you a little extra like onion and pepper. And that's how maybe that's how they're able to sustain the business. They got to do it like that, right? You know? Make it stretch. But just know, don't be going in there asking for no hero unless you want extra bread. Right. Shout out to the bodegas and the delis across New York City. Right. Because we don't have that where I where I'm at. It's nothing. It's nothing like it. Yeah, like a bodega that you could get like toilet paper at and a also bodega a dinner and also stroll up and get oxtail with rice. And oh, beans full plate for four dollars. There's nowhere in the country I know. No, I, <laughs> you know. I agree. I don't think that that exists anywhere else. It was a culture shock when I moved to LA, and it was like I'm gonna have to break ten dollars every day to really get a lunch here, like fifteen. The thing that I found interesting is that that is literally an immigrant, like experience like the chopped cheese is a derivative of another type of like i want to say persian or some kind of indian cuisine that they do like street food wise right that they brought to america and put cheese on it to like americanize it or whatever but it's like that's what makes new york like so different and special is the fact that they do have so many immigrants that they're Mm -hmm. able to like bring their culture in and keep the price cheap for the community and stuff like that that is so beautiful oh my god it is it is nice wow that's like the nicest i've ever been on new york i i really find new york to be a filthy place but it does have its charms you know everyone does everyone does but yeah. Anyway, I do have an icebreaker today, surprisingly enough. Wow. Surprise, surprise. This is because I saw it on the shade room as I was going. The interwebs. Um, the question is, do you believe living together before the marriage ruins the relationship? Living together before the marriage ruins the relationship. I don't think it does. Because... What happens to those guys who move in after the marriage and you're like, oh, hell no. Yeah, that would be my thought as well. But what about the idea that, oh, y'all both got your own place, but for some reason you stay at his house or he stay at yours? Is that the same thing? Do we constitute it as the same thing or does it, is it different because you actually have your own space? Like you could get up and go if you wanted to. I think that is different because yes, you can get up and go if you want to or need to when you still have your own space. Yeah. Um, But also, I guess I think about the instances where maybe your relationship could have been good had you gotten to know each other a little more separately or like if you had if you had kept your personal space a little bit longer and mm-hmm. then you kind of grew into that rather than just like rushing right. to live cuz i was i was just thinking you can still get along. to know you can still get to know someone yeah on multiple levels without living with them i do and think- i know like for me I really do have to be comfortable with a person in like certain scenarios. For example, sleeping. Like, I can't just fall asleep next to anybody. Like, yeah. I can't. I, I I really don't. Some even some of my girlfriends, I can't sleep with just because it's like it's no shade. It's just I don't know. My body just 
isn't feeling you in that way. It's not like personal. It's just you can't sleep. I gotta with me? really be comfortable. No, you're. I can sleep with you. I can sleep with Carmen. Oh, because really well. you you be complaining like fuck about my sleeping every time. Yeah, I'm because like, you're a wild ass fucking bitch <laughs> in the sleeping. I, I I've never actually I've never slept with anyone as wild as you. But what? Like I how? am able to fall asleep. Still, you trust me, which is but bitch, you be really like surprising because like, I know you got trust covers. issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Trust issues. Oh, God. They're, they're just... Pulling covers. I might cuddle with you, like... Right. And I don't really I might care to be touched. Brushed. I really don't care to be touched. So... <laughs> no, I think the last time that we slept together, though, in L.A., it was just ridiculous. Like, it was hot <laughs> as fuck. You were, like, on me. You just kept kneeing me and on me. <laughs> I remember that and being like, yo, I'm going to just get the air bed out. Like, this is OD. I don't remember. Did I get the air bed out? Just you probably did. Nah, you yeah, did. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened, but I just remember waking up the next day like, God damn. Oh, and I know what it was. You woke up really early, so I was able to sleep for like a couple more hours, but that kind of that kind of compensated for it. But I definitely was like, this bitch is wild as fuck at night. Mm-hmm. Um, who else have I slept with in the crew? <laughs> who else have I slept with? Um, but yeah, no, I think that that's like, just, I just mean like, after time going by, I can grow to feel that comfort with people and allow those things to happen. But I can only imagine if I rush into living or staying with somebody and I'm not getting good, good sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I can see myself starting to resent you for that. You know what I mean? Like you're now you're now you're infringing on my space. Now when you leave the cap off the toothpaste, I'm enraged. Like, you know, now it's like hard for me to cope with other things because right. you know, I move too fast in one aspect. So Yeah. Do I think that it can ruin the relationship? I think that it could make it more challenging, but maybe not like just ruin it completely I think that I'm sort of in the middle with this because I remember even when I took this social class back in college there was a you know statistic that those who cohabitate before marriage end up you know the chances of you getting married is slim Mm, because you're already playing house already playing house and that's a little hard because then sometimes when I think about those I know that are adults that are cohabitating, they never really did get married officially, but mm-hmm. became married like by common law, you know, yeah, like, right, it's, right. but like, who wants that, you know, where it's just sort of like, oh, I guess we're official, technically, you know, not because you chose. Made a choice. Yeah. yeah. So I'm in the middle. Yeah, it definitely seems like there's good arguments on all sides. Yeah, because I feel like you can get that same living experience by having sleepovers and things like that, you know? And it's always good to have it in moderation mm-hmm. rather than yeah. the whole thing, yeah. And you can I, find out people's, like, habits by just having conversation rather than trying to, like, learn about it, I don't know, you know, on a spontaneous tip or whatever right interesting well that's that on that well guys this is chapter 28 oh 28 we are moving right along people that's 2019 for me yep 2018 for me I um, had a party. I had a really great party, actually. Mm-hmm. I had a pose-themed birthday party. Um, it was gorgeous. I had a party planner. I had it completely catered. Um, I bought all these decorations, like, did all this shit, had glam, had outfit changes. Right. Which really popped out. It was fun. It was. I wasn't there, but I know. I know you weren't. The whole planning, the planning process. 
Yeah. Yeah. Aisha reported back and said that it was, in fact, a good event. My back home friends, Ariel, Felicia, they came. And um, it was really fun. That was like one of the earlier. That was probably like the biggest party, actually, that I threw on my own for myself ever. Um, Probably spent like a couple grand. I mean, when it's all said and done. Right. Because I paid the wedding. I pl- wedding. I paid the party planner. I paid mm-hmm. the photographer. I paid everybody. Like, I had a digital invitation that was a video. Like, I just really did the most. I don't know why I went hard like that for 28 randomly. My sister, like, maybe, maybe it's just you felt, you know, like, I think you, you felt you deserved it. Like, it was yeah. a crazy, it was just crazy year. I think 27, was it 27 or 20, not 20. 27 or 26 i don't know but it was just you know like a funk that had to 20 yeah 26 was when was when we went to napa what happened what what did we do when i turned 27 we spoke about this and then we forgot last right Um, we spoke about this last motherfucking two weeks ago um shit i don't remember 27 yeah but anyway, I just I just think it was it was, it was due. It, it was yeah, time. Yeah, it was due. It was due. I think that you're right about that. And I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I look back at those um pics. The pics were honestly they weren't that good. I wish I had already known the photographer that I work with now back then cuz she's great. But mm-hmm. some of the photos like you could just tell that I was really excited and stuff and I had a good time. Yeah. And um so that year after that, um twenty eighteen going into twenty nineteen, I was working. I've been like in my new position now I would have been for a full year and excelling in that. Um definitely still having like more quiet challenges I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but not you know, just kind of not addressing it and sweeping it under the rug. <laughs> I would say 28 would be distraction. Distraction. Like, I was keeping busy and I was keeping my mind busy from, like, other things. Mm-hmm. To a certain degree, just keep keeping those private things private. But they always come out, y'all. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Word. They always come the fuck out. Yeah, I think that's a good, thing. good point about the privacy or the secrets or sweeping things under the rug. I think that that was definitely the year you just realized that sometimes you don't tell your friends everything, you know? Like, yeah, it's crazy, but shit happens, like adulting, for real, you know? Right. Like, I think that it was just surprise, surprise. I don't know if that's is that an adjective, a noun. I don't that's know. what you're. That's what you're saying. Your year verb. Yeah. Surprise! Surprise! It was just a surprise, you know, like yeah. just things taking place that was unexpected, mm-hmm. and it was just like wow. But also, um, yeah. In addition to those surprises, like going to my grandmother's 70th birthday party on my father's side didn't know that was gonna happen but it happened and I'm happy it did because you know who doesn't want to be there for those important milestones mm-hmm. that was the year that we had our sign me up retreat first ever in Turks and Caicos that was also a surprise because I didn't expect to be like staying at a luxury resort i thought it was just gonna be something quick but that quickly that 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 escalated still like i think that that might be one of my favorite beaches that i've ever visited because still when i listen to ocean sounds at night that is the beach that i visualize like that beach that sunrise was beautiful the sunrise actually may have made the entire trip for me that was just so nice and fun Girl, and you know I got the photo book made, and I like gave the girl. Glimpse. You flipped. You flipped I gave the glimpse the of the. Tur- like, 
it felt so magazine like because the, the pages are like glossy and thick and i'm just like oh my gosh this is so nice like look at that water like we were there living our lives like too fun yeah but yeah that was 28 i was very God chill damn, we already at 29 oh god think i did anything for my birthday that year because turks and caicos was like in march so i was totally fine with that celebrated my really good friend's wedding the bachelorette throwing the first ever bachelorette i remember being so excited about wanting to be a not even wanting to be a planner for someone's bachelorette i just wanted to go yeah little did i know like i ended up literally being the planner for each and every friend she loved it that got married she had a great time i did i did i had a great time talking about oh yeah 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 right right but me too though (laughs) (laughs) me too though and honestly i feel like that uh, at her bachelorette the highlight for me like that was the brunch like that was an amazing brunch like Shout out to Chef Sticks, you know, like she is just such a class. She has such a classy palette and mm. she's giving you, you know, flavor with, you know, like just elevation, like giving you like some real good Come shit. Elevation? She yeah. know her shit. You know what I mean? Like we didn't have French toast. We had brioche, <sighs> you know, like Period. no syrup compote. yeah yeah. that's the type of brunch you want to have for a bridal something something right it was special so shout out to 28 it's crazy yeah so our next one will be our last because fortunately we are not yet 30 but it is getting close it Um, is so yeah we'll catch you next we Hi. should have a we should have a live party podcast for you on 30. Yeah, we could do that. Let's do we something like do that that on Since my birthday IG. is practically canceled. Yeah, we got to get creative in this new virtual space that they're trying to throw on us in this age of Aquarius. The age of Aquarius. And on that note, we are moving into Gemini season. A few weeks, right? A few weeks back, there was a new moon. So with that, you know, that comes new beginnings, setting new intentions, which I feel is right on par with where we are. Right so, now. Yes, I 100% agree. When was the new moon? A couple weeks ago on okay. uh, basically Friday. Was it Friday, May 22nd or Thursday? It was Thursday. Got you. Okay. Great time to set intentions. So here we are in Gemini season. One of our favorite times of the year. You know, this is my <laughs> my moon. <laughs> <laughs> we are me. at the half year mark. This is literally the secret me, y'all. I just the secret I, you. I can't, this I is just, oh, I can't even believe it. Still, sometimes this is who you think I am. This is my rising. You know, get into it. Get into it. So, with the Gemini, where are we going to go today? I'm in a love kind of mood, so I think we're going to go with... Gemini in love? Yeah. And I think people need to hear about wooing and picking up the Gemini first date, as I know that that could be a challenge for some people. Yeah, I mean, they kind of don't always have a welcoming disposition, so it might be hard to, like... Welcoming. They're more mysterious than anything, and I think that's what pulls people in as well. 
So Geminis are not at all averse to being picked up, despite the fact that their outgoing nature often leads them to initiate proceedings. Their sharp, roving eye will pick you out of a crowd. And before you know it, they will have you engaged in quick, interesting conversation. How can such a fascinating person be available, you think? The answer is simple. Geminis are always available, even if they are married. If you are seeking a casual relationship Uh... or just a one-night stand, this could be the person for you uh, wow I don't know so our homeboy that. Gary Goldschneider just flat out called the Gemini a cheater yeah I mean like, always available period poo listeners I don't know that to be true <laughs> listeners are there any Gemini listeners out there you have something to say I mean how are you feeling comment below what is this accurate are you faithful our Gemini friend seems pretty much like a one man kind of woman you know mm-hmm. hmm I mean I think from what I know I mean she was say actually now that I'm thinking about Yosemite we were talking about like getting over stuff she did say she would want to get even on the cheating thing if her man cheated she would want to cheat back mm-hmm. when it comes to Gemini first dates they're up for trying almost anything at once not easily shocked these mutable partners are truly interested in what you like to do it is good to take the lead with them up to a point the point at which they are no longer having fun they can enjoy quite vicariously particularly when they are or think they are dishing out the pleasure thus your enjoyment is a big ego boost for them excitement is their forte It is the state in which they are the happiest. Dullness is their worst enemy. Dullness. Some strengths for the Gemini on a first date. Exciting. Interesting. Adventuresome. Okay. Some weaknesses. Unaware. Selfish egotistical okay (laughs) (laughs) and their interactive style can be upbeat verbal persuasive makes sense yeah especially the verbal part just seeing as how they're a part of the communication signs yeah so that's and what that, I have And for you. that, you know, be orbiting around in myself, you know. Say that again. The verbal, the turned off by dullness, stuff like that. Like, I can relate. I could definitely relate, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what I have for sign language. All right, cool. Well, now it's time for Nosy New Who. Did you hear about the Joe Biden comment? So much is going on right now. You have to remind me. I think I did. Charlemagne was Charlemagne the God. The interview he gave with Charlemagne the God. Uh, Oh no! He. This was just like recently. Charlemagne the God was interviewing him for the Breakfast Club. Like huh. the professional that he is, right? Charlemagne is very well known, radio personality, comedian, you know, author now, whatever. He does a lot of things. And he gives interviews. And he interviewed Joe Biden for the Breakfast Club, and I guess they were running out of time. And so the you hear the producer like, Oh, we gotta wrap. Sorry, Joe has to go, blah blah blah. And Joe is like, Oh, I gotta go. And then Charlemagne says something like, all right, well, we got to have you on the on the Breakfast Club again. 
um, before the election because we have a lot more questions. And then Joe Biden goes, listen, what more questions do you need to ask? You see my track record. And really, if, if you're thinking between me and Trump, then you ain't black. <laughs> you feel me, man? Like. He said you so, ain't black? Yes, verbatim. Then you ain't black. Ain't black. <laughs> Biden. Log off. He got a little too comfortable. You know what I mean? And it was really like very flippant in response to what Charlemagne was saying. Like, it doesn't matter if you're well documented in X, Y, and Z. Like, that's not how you respond to an interviewer saying, like, we still want to ask you more questions, my nigga. Like, and the thing is, would you say the same thing if that interviewer were what, white? Barbara Walters? Right. Like, would you be given that same response where you're like, right. not trying to give people and more? Just, and to just assume straight off the bat that the black people you deserve the vote because you're you're just the democratic person like we're tired we're tired oh man come on man if you if you had your ear to the streets on anything you would hear that black people like diddy like charlemagne have been the main ones campaigning and saying the black vote is not for free nigga like you not just gonna get this shit on a fucking technicality and that's what they don't that's what they're not getting and that's what is upsetting to me is that yes okay cool joe biden been in the game many years he has done wonderful things for black people throughout his career you know he's always locked in with the naacp which is true like there are you know he is well documented out in these streets but at the end of the day it don't matter how many times you said it motherfucker you gonna say and it it's like not if he did have his ear to the streets as you said he would know that people are actually struggling with the fact that he the only option niggas yes. have yes like they want something else like right. you know you, you are, are not the, the only option that's yeah. not an exciting option my right name. and that alone should have you feel terrible but i'm sure you just want to win and that probably explains why he said you know you ain't black or whatever because he knows the options are slim it's trump or him right and just it was very flippant and very just stupid and for somebody that's on thin ice already because you be getting too close to women you know what i mean like you better fucking chill bro you better really chill because you about to fuck it up for all of us if we have to be with trump for another fucking term because you pissed off niggas and they didn't go to the polls again Wow. Simple, simply put. Simply fucking Trump put. in another term is crazy that it's actually a possibility. It is. It is. It's a real possibility. Like, that shit is actually... It ain't no landslide out here. Like, that's a real possibility. Wow. Yeah, so Joe Biden, you fucked up again, big time. And who knows how detrimental this is going to be. Moving on to something a little more positive. Quavo got his high school diploma, which I just thought was so cute. Like, he took, he had his, like, nice new, you know, veneers in for the photo with his cap and gown on. He just looks so happy. Honestly, you know, despite how much I might giggle at the the fact or whatever. The fact of the matter is, you know, you still finished and there's no time. There's no clock. Right. And you Do didn't you. have to finish. You are doing very well for yourself. You know, you yeah. really did that for you. And that's what I think I respected the most is that right. like you just wanted to complete it. You mm-hmm. wanted to do that. And you did. So good for you, Quavo. Um, 
Erica and Jill, quick recap. Nelly and Luda, quick recap. Erica and Jill was just very beautiful. It was beautiful. It took them two hours to get it together, but when they did, it was nice. Did it, it didn't take them two hours to it get took it them an hour but I'm right. multiplying I was about it by to say, two I, I for the drama for, the, for no damn two hours but yeah they did have you know Erica has some Teddy Riley type issues because she tried to do a whole live performance thing instead of just playing the track like you're supposed to do on this like just pl- literally just play the track just which play. is very misleading by the way because I will say before I attended my first verses I think that was it because I missed the other the Teddy Riley and oh, okay. Babyface versus, but I didn't know that it was just. You guys told me though that it's just the playing of the tracks, but I did think that there would be some sort of live performance in there, like you know, you you catch the artist singing a tune or two, but they're not really Jill out here, right? They're not really out here though, like singing, singing, and I'm just like, wow. I personally am I'm not trying to struggle with y'all on the sound quality, but Jill did hit a few notes and she sounded damn good. And Tamia been really trying to pop out on you hoes. I don't know if you saw the video of her singing with Eric Benet. <laughs> okay. You gotta she send that. Wanted to spend her life with you. Okay. Right. She sounded really good. They both did. And Jill sounded good in the notes that she hit. So, I mean, maybe you just got to go acapella. You can't be trying to worry about the sound quality of the speaker and the mic and the this and the that. Just That's like, what I thought. Sick. Like, if I'm an artist, I'm in my house, I'm playing music, I'm going to just play it off the sound bar. And you go hear it in the back. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I'm a saying, fuck the mic, I'm just going to, like you said, Sing like into the directly phone. into the phone. Makes sense. Looks like we got Unless it you that scary and you don't sound the same. Like, you need some edits. You need some, like, what's the issue? Dun, dun, but, dun. yes. I know Babyface sounded good when he sang a little bit and played his guitar, too. But. He was, he was singing them hits off of uh, Star is Born, getting them country hits, you know. Babyface <laughs> catalog. Yes, honey. But, listen. They, Jill and Erica was the sensual soulfulness that we needed that Saturday mm-hmm. You're- and then Nelly and Luda came through with the glitches Nelly ruined it for me and so I was unable to attend that versus I actually had to leave the club and just you left home. the club I stayed in the club because I was also at the park so I was patient, but Luda was so positive. That's good. Through it all. <laughs> he was positive and he was patient. Even when people were slandering Nelly in the chat for <laughs> playing the songs he played sometimes. You know, like we were trying to unpack the reason why artists play certain songs that's not popular when you know yeah, we've been like waiting even for that. you know we've been waiting for EI, but you steadily paying playing this shit that we never heard. You know, and we were just sitting there like Maybe it was his song. It was his song and he's like trying to share it with us. But it just, Mm-mm. you know, it didn't hit. Yeah, motherfucking Jill did that. It was probably like, it was a couple songs that she could have played mm-hmm. that she just didn't play. It would be different if you play these obscure tracks in addition to all the songs we want to hear. But like, exactly. there were definitely a few songs that Sis did not play. Girl, like, right. That confused me. And um, I didn't appreciate that. Yes, same thing I said. She and didn't I guess even play because, He Loves Me. Right. Because I was sitting far away, like we just had one phone on the live propped up on this, you know, equipment. Or yeah, whatever, y'all had so it propped everyone up. Could it was see. propped up, yeah. Yeah, like no girl had the whole ring, ring one and she had it like propped up on there. Uh, like oh. a ring light. Yeah. And so we were just like looking at it on the tripod and I didn't realize what Nelly had looked like in 2020 until the next day when people were sending videos and they were saying, oh, 
you know, even though Nelly was over here blaming the weather for his shitty internet in 2020, (laughs) it was okay because Nelly is aging like fine wine. Oh, Oh, you like that. That's what they said. So I went ahead and I went went to his page because I wanted to see what they were talking about. And Nelly actually is a handsome fella, okay? You would say E-I-E-I? Uh-oh. Yeah. I saw I was like, wow. Andale, Andale. Mommy, E-I-E-I, uh-oh. What's popping tonight? Yeah, girl, you know. It's a hair right, Nelly, there ain't I. Hey, yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's the name of the episode. If the hair right, Nelly, there <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. That was good, though. You know, those songs, it just takes you back. Music is so therapeutic, man. Wow. Like, the fact that you could really tie songs to a certain time or era in your life oh yeah you know like i love that when you think about a song like you're just like "Ooh, this was the time when i was crushing on this dude or i was doing this like you know like oh my gosh I love it. I remember getting Air Force Ones when Air Force Ones came out. Everybody was so, you know. And my sister used to gas me up and like literally just make me dance and shit like that because I had the Just like, hey, big boy. Hey, boy. I loved it though. <laughs> like she was gassing me so hard. Yo, just like I wasn't the kid who got Jordans. I didn't really have Air Forces too. I had, do you know the other forces that weren't? <laughs> no. <laughs> that weren't. They were Nikes, but it was the Nike that was like the flat tops. <laughs> what? They weren't the Dunks and they weren't the Forces. I forgot the name of them, but they, they had must the, not be out no more because I don't know what you talking about. They had the like the foot part wasn't around. It was it was round, but then like the interior. Oh gosh. <laughs> I don't know what you had, sis. Yeah, the Nike uh, Marines. <laughs> when the Air Force One, there was the Marines. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm over here. Army. You know that was just Army, plain old Army, no credentials. <laughs> Listen. Oh, that's funny. Oh man, yeah, good times though. Good times. Please find the pic of the shoes so that we can make it the thumbnail. I <laughs> know, <laughs> oh, wait, I'm looking. Yo, what a, I put Nike Air Force One look alike. <laughs> <laughs> you are not going to find it. You got to put like Nike. Oh, man, I don't know what you got to put. You got to put something about styles, like, through the years. Sty- try to remember what year it was and be like, Nike releases in, in the year. <laughs> that might work, actually. But yeah. when did Air Force One come out? You know, the song. Uh, that's also Googleable, so I'm going to let you handle that. But anyway, the last thing I wanted to talk about was the state's reopening. And um, how that's, you know, making you feel what your state is doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, niggas is outside. Georgia is, like, basically fully open. And it's pretty desp- despicable to see everyone out at dinner and shit and, like, living their best life. Right. Um, but it's happening. It's happening, and there's nothing we can do about it. Like it's just out. It's just happening. People are at the fucking park. People are riding their bike more than ever before. I know I was on a trail down by the river here in Pittsburgh on a bike, and niggas was 
outside like a lot of people was just posted up chilling sitting by the river fishing biking all types of stuff so right. what do you think are you you know you've been you were outside doing park type shit am i here for it i mean you know i'm here for it all as long as i can continue to you know have control over my personal space and my work from home situation yeah that's the that's like the one thing that you're not here for is is going back to the office yeah because i just don't want to deal with the public transportation but there's like no chance that you can go back into the office anytime soon right like your company has already basically said it's quiet for the office for a while Yes, but they did send out a survey asking our thoughts on, you know, how we feel about returning to the office. And it's like multiple choice, like, I need to return immediately or (laughs) I'm not in a rush. Like, it was funny because I'm like, it's not immediate for me. You know, I really feel like I'm meeting the business needs from the comfort of my home. Right. So. My boss hit me with the... what do you need to do your job from home? And I was like, I guess I really just need like a printer. She was like, all right. I guess we ain't going back yet. <laughs> it might a be- printer would be good. But then for me, I'm like, where am I going to put that shit? Yeah, well, you know, I have an office now, so. <laughs> right. I don't want it out. I want. Like, I guess a, I could put it in here. I want a um, little small. That would um, be actually kind of dope if I like put it in the cabinet back here, and yeah. it was like somehow even plugged in, and you just open it when you were printing. Wow. Yeah, I think that you could do that. You would just have to like cut a hole for the. Corner. I know. Stab a hole in the back. <clears throat> I want to put a little shelf underneath my desk i have space for that so i just want to put like a little shelf and then put the printer on it right there mm-hmm. um yeah but niggas is going outside how does that make me feel i personally think that i want i almost want people to like learn a lesson so i'm kind of like there needs to be a surge again for people to get it so just let it happen because but if, do you not feel the way that some doctors are saying you do the more you stay it? no, the more you stay cooped up, quarantined, the weaker your immune system is gonna get because it's not used to the outside elements anymore and it's just like, you know It's always something. Right. First they tell you to stay in the house and then the doctors tell you actually you know, you should be going outside and getting a little exposure each day to just the outside air because you don't want to go back out when it is time to return to office. You don't want to be bubble boy where you slightest touch. I got the flu or I got a cold. I personally feel like it's too many conflicting reports. You know what I mean? There's no authority. We can't trust the government. We don't know what the authority and the doctor. Every state is doing their own fucking thing. It's not like... Everyone is on the same accord with the plan. That makes it psycho. Like, that makes it totally crazy that we're going state by state on this. Like, mm-hmm. no. Everybody needs to just do the same thing. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you can't ever... Yeah, they're giving... They're leaving, they're leaving the power in each government's hands, you know? Yeah, they are. They're giving the power to each governor, and it's like... I don't even know who our governor is. I mean, I know who governor is. I love Tom Wolf. He's actually a great governor, but other people in other states don't know who their fucking governor is. Like, right. Or what he was doing. Don't remember voting for that nigga. Like, the governor? That's not, you know, whatever. So, anyway, good luck to y'all niggas going outside and doing shit outside. Protect your neck. And. That's all I have for Nosy News. All right. 
two cents, a two cents, mm-hmm, two cents, a two cents. Let me hear you now. So, <laughs> do you remember our guy GL Lambert? Yes, did he have a baby? I think so. I saw that on Twitter. Yeah. So I saw a tweet from him and it was just funny and also conversation worthy. Email said, he received an email that said, I live in SF, San Francisco, and need help dating wealthy men. Me, do XYZ. Email a year later, I did EFG and ended up pregnant by this clown who played ball overseas. So he goes, ma'am, you got open off of a tall dude with a Rolex and thought it was proof of wealth. Who's the real clown? So I just wanted to unpack that tweet because some of us women out here the point the what did he say when she was like i'm okay so she's like i'm right i'm having trouble meeting wealthy men he's like okay so do abc or but instead of her doing abc she does efg oh okay and ends up pregnant by this nigga who -hmm. plays ball overseas so in his so eyes, no win the, for her. She right. didn't take the advice. And she lost. And she lost. And then when she responded back to him, she tried to say that he was a clown. The guy. No, no, no. She didn't say he was a clown. G.L. Lambert's response to her saying, I got pregnant and, you know, ended up whatever. He's just, this is his overall, like his thought. Like you over here tight about this. But you got hype off of a nigga who was tall and wore a Rolex. Right. Mm. You know, like thinking that. that <laughs> right. That was going to carry you and your baby. Thinking that was proof of wealth is what he said. So I just thought that that was a good conversation topic just about these guys out here who look as if they have it together because they've got, they may have certain things that are worth certain amounts but they don't really have the stability like what are your thoughts on that like what are you looking for to really give you that idea that someone is secure or stable financially like is it the way they dress or is it more so like what are the what are the clues you're looking for assets definitely certain assets certain large assets you know homes that type of thing property businesses like career think of it from our age group there might be some guys out here who own property but for instance if that's not the case and you're looking to build with someone what are some tips that you're looking for the career first and foremost like what work are you doing okay if you're if you are working uh, i i i know how the corporate structure works i know pretty much how business structure works even if it's not in a corporate setting like are you a director of are you a manager of are you supervisor are you so you're looking for you know what I mean? like, you're looking, looking for, for a boss i'm looking for somebody who is in a good position to continue to grow you know, and you're doing well at work. Like, I'm looking to see how you're performing and what your career path is. Because I'll use myself as an example. I work in a in a big budget nonprofit organization that has no position higher than... In my position, there's no manager higher than me so i have the opportunity to grow to the next level like i would be looking for something like that like are you eligible for promotion are you doing good right now and are you eligible for promotion basically that's how i would gauge if i want to grow with you and and just straight up like line of business like do you work at chipotle are you like 
I don't know. You would need to be the fucking franchise owner of Chipotle. Like, mm-hmm. you need to be the GM of 12 Chipotles. <laughs> like, you what need if, to be, what like, if really they, what if the Chipotle. What if the potential guy has no aspirations to be a boss, but he actually makes a livable wage? Livable meaning, like, he can support himself and the family it's not really an issue for him with like saving and stuff, but he just doesn't really have aspirations to, you know, be a boss. Yeah, well, build I mean, the business if you're on the side. Well, are you okay with like well, being with someone like that? Like, is that cool? With you? If you're doing well and you have priority, you're able to fulfill your the priorities you have in life. Then I, I don't give a fuck. Security, job security. I mean, that's also something that's comforting knowing that. Not only do you have, you know, maybe you don't have necessarily room to grow, but you have stability in that and you can make a, you can make a change if you choose to, but -hmm. otherwise you're good. Like that, that is, you know, that's something to be admired. Maybe you have other, you know, you said he doesn't aspire to be a boss. I was going to say maybe he has other entrepreneurial goals, but you would have to want to be a boss to be an entrepreneur. Right. What types Um, of, yeah, that's how I feel. What types of jobs? would be red flags for you aside from the direct like fast food roles like what types of jobs would you be looking at that's like oh he works there like mm, I don't factory really know if i want to factory um work for like like if you're moving boxes my nigga like if you if you are like planning routes and like organizing shipments and stuff, that's one thing. But like if you're literally just like overnight at the factory, like I'm good, I'm good off that. Um, I guess maybe anything in the field of sanitation. Unfortunately, even though I feel like you know sanitation workers make a good amount of money, but you always have to go to work. Like you can never take off fucking work. I want to be able to like vacation and stuff like that. Like I don't want a job that you literally always have to go. That's to not work. necessarily true though. My grandfather works for sanitation and he gets vacations. <laughs> like, but he's maybe. also worked for sanitation for a long time. He deserves fucking vacation Mm. it's like he gets he gets his days off each week like it's what each week he has a different day of the week off and then he's got his week long or two week long vacations you could put days in just like anybody else you just gotta put the time in i don't know if it's harder for young guys but according to him the young guys you know they don't even have to work nearly as hard as he had to to get to where he is oh damn maybe the scene is changing i don't know i just i i knew some guy that worked in um sanitation and he like worked on a train or something and he just had really awful hours and could never like get off or if he did have off days it was like a random thursday like it was trash um yeah i think that the work the work schedule does play a part yeah, if your schedule is too rigorous, but see, it's hard because we talking about the stabi- financial stability and you know security. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I would be more inclined to see somebody who works like you know in a more corporate setting that has like more regular holidays and like I don't want to. You don't get no holidays, my nigga. Like some people don't get holidays; they get the equivalent time to holidays, but you can't take off actually holidays. That's how I used to be. Right. Like that. I want holidays and my vacation, bitch. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that it's always going to come down to how you feel about the person, but if they are. There are a few indicators that will probably. If you see someone sporting a Rolex, what's going to be your thought? That they're, I mean, out of context, it's not going to be, I'm not going to think about it at all. Mm -hmm. Because that really means nothing. First of all, I don't even recognize things like that. Like, (laughs) I don't like, I don't check for watches because I don't care about. I don't wear a watch you know I just started wearing a watch for this exercise shit that I'm trying to I'm trying to hold myself accountable I need to be able to see the see the numbers each day so I gotta wear that shit but I typically don't wear a watch and I don't know how they get busy with the with the watches but I 
think that I, maybe I would look at car, even though that's the worst thing to look at because it could be a lease, it could be a lemon, it could be anything. Right. Car means nothing. Um, you know, then I would be looking at like, do you own a home? Do you rent? Do you, you know, where do you live? Part town, stuff like that, you know. And I expect anyone to do the same with me. Like, I don't expect anything from a nigga that I don't provide myself. Like, I have a good job. I have room for growth. You know, I like my neighborhood. I don't own a home. And, and you you know, maybe that's an issue for you. Shit. That's fine. A lot of people I know my age who have purchased homes. It is possible to be this age and own a home. Right. But... Yeah, man. So what do you think? I mean, are what are the jobs that you're like, I'm good? I think that the factory work as well, I would agree. Um, hours play a part too because spending time is also important. Right. And I don't want you to be so fucking exhausted by the time you do get home that you're just like pooped, you know? Right. If someone's a business owner, though, they're doing their own thing, like they don't necessarily work for anybody. Do you feel secure knowing that or does it really depend on the type of business they have? Because, you know, a lot of people could be business owners like. yeah these fucking drug dealers are business owners <laughs> they ain't got no taxes <laughs> they ain't got no paperwork i think it depends on what kind of business you have and how far along you are into it i don't like i feel like i'm scared to take on someone who might be having a starter business and doesn't have a full-time job as well you know what i mean like you're just out here trying to make your dream work with your starter business. Like you struggling, you know what I mean? Like I don't really want to start there, unfortunately. And Mm -hmm. that could be a loss for me because maybe my man got a slow start, but I wouldn't know. (laughs) 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 I want you to have a full-time job and still work towards your dreams. I would be willing to sacrifice time for that. Right. If I knew that you were really out here grinding towards your goal, I would definitely sacrifice like quality time for you to be able to work on your personal goals while you still maintain 40 hours a week with another company. All right, then. I think that that's that on that for the two cents. Get your life. You gotta, gotta get your life. All right, y'all. I'ma just jump. I'ma just jump in right here with the intention, you know, setting and stuff like that. I made a decision a couple weeks ago that I was gonna start like actually trying with my <laughs> with my healthy lifestyle. And you're journey. doing and you're doing fantastic so far. I really have been sticking to it, guys. Like. You know when you say you doing something and then you start the bullshit on the in secret, you know, you doing whatever, you're not going to the gym. Definitely have been the person who would be lying in secret and like <laughs> eating bullshit or not going to the gym and maybe even just straight up lying and saying that I went to the gym. Like I've I've definitely been in that space. But now right now these past three weeks I've really like been pushing myself to go well really two and a half weeks not fully three weeks yet but um I've been pushing myself to like stick to my own word basically (laughs) which is something that I've long struggled with it's documented on this show is the willpower thing it's always been something that I've struggled with and I'm just happy to be Staying strong as I can and just really right. keeping those carbs out of my life. I'm going to be drinking Trulies and White Claw this summer. Mm-hmm. I'm right with you. Like, we got to think of it from a perspective of not like so much the I want to be, you know, 
30 pounds lighter or I want to be X amount of pounds lighter, but more so just I want to feel good and be healthy and live a good life and everything else will come along because we know better than anyone that these health journeys, they, they don't take a couple months like sure you'll they see the changes but if you really want these changes to be long lasting long lasting and long to stick time. it's a lifetime change it's a it's a lifestyle like you've got to be ready for it and i just know like the i just know the difference in my confidence like i naturally present myself as a confident person but sometimes it's not genuine you know what Mm -hmm. i mean sometimes i just do that because that's what's like expected of me (laughs) so when i had previously like changed my lifestyle and got my shit together i felt so good i just felt so good about myself i felt confident in my clothes i felt confident no matter where i was at and sometimes you just don't have that confidence when you're not like confident in your body. So, right. That's what I'm that's what I'm working towards. Like somebody asked me the other day like, "Do you have a number goal?" and I was like, "I mean, kind of, but it's more so just that I want to feel better about yeah. how I feel in my clothes." You know what right. I mean? Like <laughs> I And I was wanna... just telling someone the other day like, "I wish I could be cool with just gaining weight and like let it be that like stop but being so feel... in my head but i don't feel good about it yeah, so it's I like don't either and, how and do i don't you... think that i should like i've struggled with that too right because then it's like am i not a body positive person you right know? Like, right am and I... you know that's crazy because crystal made a tweet yesterday that was just like yo I don't know who needs to hear this, but please don't be mad at your body if it gets bigger while keeping you alive during a damn pandemic. Like, (laughs) she was just like, you know, your body is keeping you alive during a global pandemic. The least you can do is not cuss it out for doing its best. (laughs) Wow, that's a fact. It's hard. Yeah. All I know is, is that these past two and a half weeks, I've been really doing what i'm supposed to be doing and i'm happy about it so yes that's all i have to say big up and And i got some some new leggings you know workout clothes just be motivating you yo i got some new leggings too but now i'm a little regretful that i got the size i got because shit might be too big you know and it's like nothing worse than big leggings yeah i know (laughs) but then i'll be hyped for that you know right right the leggings they're definitely like big but they're comfortable they're cozy enough i feel like you could just run what, around what brand these. did you get gap are they workout athletic yeah no? mm-hmm. oh i haven't even checked gap out i don't even know gap has them. a you know i haven't had a pair of their leggings since like the college days but i remember having a pair and i love them like they last for so long and i never got another pair but i i got these they weren't really on sale so ended up paying regular price but they're good i got a pair of target leggings and i'm really regretful that i didn't immediately return them and um get my money back but instead i wore them so now i'm stuck with them but they don't fit right the crotch to waist proportion is wrong it's not Mm. the crotch is either sagging or the waist is up underneath my titties like right Oh, so I'm okay. mad about those, but I got some, you know, good old Nike motherfuckers, which I haven't tried on yet, but I'm sure will be just fine. Right. Can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with the Nike. Cause They're the reliable. Nike are reliable and they have accurate sizing. So I appreciate that. Right. Email us, sign me up podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on social media at sign me up podcast. I'm at Sydney Poppins 2. I'm Cheeky Bobby. And that's another episode of Sign Me Up Podcast signing out.